All right, I think I'm going to get the show on the road here. Again, welcome everybody. Glad you could join me for another edition of Weekly Roundup with Reiki. By this time, you already know the format of the show. The purpose is to give you weekly updates on what the Leone Society team has been up to, things that are happening for the project, major updates, and then towards the end of the updates, I do a update on the general crypto market and all the major pieces of news that you should keep an eye on. So to get us started, I want to start off with the project updates. If you remember, we have been talking about a partnership with Talium Assets for a while now. So things are moving along really well. If you remember from last week's updates, our web team was supposed to meet with Talium's technical team so we could discuss some technical details as to how to implement certain features and stuff like that. Um, I was told that the meeting went really well and um, the relationship that we built with Talium has been incredible so far. They are extremely proactive. They respond to any questions that our teams have really quick. They're also prioritizing some of the extra work that they have to do to support some of the features that we need for our crowdfunding platform. Um, and they're also ensuring that the integration of our features with their back end is flawless. So shout out to Talium Assets for being such a wonderful partner so far. So from that meeting last week on Friday, what we have so far is our, uh, our team now has a working understanding of how Talium Assets platform works. So what this is gonna do for us is give us the ability to leverage a lot of subject matter expert uh, information that Talium Asset already has on tokenization, which is kind of a big deal for us because then uh, we, get to leverage some of that knowledge base and platform in order to deliver uh, what we're trying to build with our crowdfunding platform, not only faster, but in a more cost-effective manner, which is really good for us because we've been transparent from day one with this bear market and having a limited treasury. We always want to continue to be transparent and want to keep in mind that we are using the funds that we have uh, in a very in a very efficient manner and a very mindful manner. So I think this is extremely good news. Uh, so what are the next steps with this partnership? So right now, after that big meeting with Talium Assets technical team, uh, our web development team is now uh, going back on the drawing board. And what they're gonna do is start off on the web development on their end of things, which is incredible. Um, what that does for us is we're also going to be working on a roadmap for the crowdfunding platform. I know we have a general roadmap for the project itself with the crowdfunding platform and the ecosystem, but we're also working on a roadmap specifically for the crowdfunding platform. So the, so the MetaLeon family has detailed information as to day-to-day, -day, not day-to-day, -day, but like really up and close updates on how the platform's coming along. So as we keep building it out, you will see uh, the updates and all the features and stuff like that. So extremely bullish stuff and excited about all that. Uh, once that. Uh, once that stuff is out there, we're also uh, kicking off the process of 
our visual identity, the logo, and the branding for the platform. As Alex mentioned a couple of weeks ago, um, MetaLeon Society as a brand for the NFT space, like it's wonderful and amazing, but what we're trying to build is an actual business. So eventually what's going to happen is MetaLeon Society is going to be part of a larger organization, or we're going to talk about actual business side of things in the future and how it's going to be organized. But what we're trying to do is the crowdfunding platform itself is going to appeal to both Web3 and Web2 businesses in the long term. So we want to appear professional. We want to appear as an actual product solution for people to raise funds in Web3. So all of that is going to require new branding and the company that we're registering, uh, aligning the value base and aligning the branding along with that. So all of that is going to require work on that aspect of stuff. So work is already underway on that front. So a lot of incredible stuff that has happened in the past week. Another thing that has happened, which is not specific to just our project, but I still wanted to share it. OpenSea has added a few more statistics to the projects that are hosted on OpenSea. So collections now show the percentage of listed NFTs and percentage of unique owners. So if you go to MetaLeon Society's page on OpenSea, you'll see that we now have the statistics up there. And what is really incredible to see is that we only have 4% of our total NFTs that have been minted so far that have been listed, which is a huge, huge kudos to the, to the team, the community, and everybody for believing in what we're doing and knowing that this is a long-term hold. Things are moving along, and that is why I do these weekly spaces. Because even though you won't see a big announcement, because we don't like to spam our community with daily announcements uh it's good to do these weekly ones and then share like major announcements when we have actual tangible products out there for you but things are happening and you guys believing in us and showing it through not only holding on to your um nfts but also i've noticed a lot of community members have um increased their holdings over the past few months which only shows us how much you believe in us and the work that we're doing so Thank you, everybody. So if you haven't checked out OpenSea lately, um, there's all those new statistics that are available. I think that's going to be really helpful for people as well when they uh, when they go buy a project. It's good to see how many of what percentage of the uh, NFTs have been listed. It's kind of a good metrics metric just to just to gauge how many people believe in the project and uh that kind of stuff so really cool stuff thank you for the support it's really nice to see such a low number of nfts out there i think our floor is extremely thin uh i've said it time and again um i was really inspired by an interview that i heard about the board apes and a lot of people don't know about this stuff but there was a time when board apes didn't even sell out and their team was like really worried about stuff but the founders were unfazed and they didn't care about the floor price they didn't care about how many were listed and look where they're today they continued to focus on the value that they wanted to deliver and they did it and it took a few years but they're there uh we're kind of doing the same thing but on top of just intellectual property we already have like a running um functioning uh product that we're trying to put out there with our business so there's going to be revenue generation and long-term value creation for 
our NFT holders. And then eventually, once the ecosystem is up and running, your NFTs are going to evolve and the gamification aspect is going to kick in. So it's only a matter of uh, time that we get there. We're taking the right steps. We're moving along just fine. We're not really phased by the bear market. We planned for this market and we're planning our tre we're managing our treasury very judiciously. So nothing, uh, nothing to worry about with the market. We're going to continue to build and we're going to continue to deliver value. Um, the next and the last major update that I have for this week for the project itself uh, are Leon story contests. For those of you that do not know, we held a Meta Leon Society's first uh, story contest. So individuals in the community were able to write up stories on Twitter. Uh, some took really creative ways uh, and actually wrote up entire comic strips of their Meta Leons and their story behind them. And some of them are really cool. Uh, so we had over 10 stories submitted uh, in under a week. And those were all incredible. Uh, 10 or 12 actual people that participated, but we had close to like 15 to 17, I think close to 20. Uh, we had a good number of stories that were submitted and all of them were incredible. Uh, wanted to congratulate our top three places because all of each of them won an NFT. And what we didn't really publicize, but what really happened was uh, the rarity of the NFTs went up from third place to first place. So the first place got the rarest NFT amongst the three. So congratulations to the winners for third place. We had Drew who's in the call right now. So everybody make sure to congratulate Drew. Uh, and we had second place DB Cryptic who also had incredible stories. And first place went to Zyboticus who really wrote an incredible story and, uh, made sure to um, set the bar really high for the contest. So thank you everybody for participating. Uh, we're gonna keep thinking about ways to deliver value and bring you closer to your NFTs because what we really wanna see in the coming year is all of our community members uh, start thinking about intellectual property, start thinking about what could you do with your Leons. And um, like, for example, like out there, like people are starting their own restaurants with like their intellectual properties, starting their own brand of stuff. It doesn't have to be that stuff, but like we want our community to start thinking about what their Leons mean to them. And with the ecosystem coming out, like that's going to be even more important uh, because once we deliver our roadmap, we really want to hear from the community. What's the next big thing that they would like us to work on? Because, um, our laser focus right now is delivering what we've promised in our roadmap, but it never hurts to start planning for the future. And that is what um, we're all about, planning and strategizing. So yeah, uh, if you're not thinking about your Leons right now, take a look at them, see what, what story they're telling you and start building a relationship with them and figuring out uh, what they mean um, to you and what their story is like. So that's how... IP works and that's how you start coming up with creative ideas. So we're all ears. If you ever have anything to discuss, feel free to open a ticket and uh, we can take it from there. Um, they, that was basically all of the updates that I had for the project itself. Um, 
related to the market, uh, I know a big meeting was today, the Fed, uh, the federal, federal meeting for talking about the interest rates. Jerome Powell was on there and the market was expecting a 75 basis point. So for those that don't know, basis point is just a fancier way to say. Uh, so if it's 75, it's basically 0.75. Uh, so 75 basis point uh, hike was expected by the market and Powell stuck to 75 basis point. The market really acted weird because even though it was expected that it was going to be a 75 basis point, uh, the market fell a little. Uh, NASDAQ fell. Uh, DXDY, which is the US dollar index, keeps rising, which is not good for the markets because the stronger the US dollar gets, the harder it is for countries to get stuff because most of oil and a lot of resources are denominated in the US dollar since it's the world's reserve currency. Uh, so it's harder. So it takes a toll on the markets and companies' profits and stuff like that. So we don't want a stronger dollar in general. So that was kind of uh, the high level of what happened today with the market. What I want to bring to your notice is what I do all the time in, in these weekly updates is bring you major news items in the market that are infrastructure related or major market movers that are getting into the space even though those things are not affecting the price too much right now, it's all because we're in a bear market. Why I share these news items with you is for you to understand that you want to stay from the price. You don't want to look at the price. You want to look at what people are doing in this market. Price is going to come back when the market cycles change. Uh, but what you really want to focus on is who's building and who's getting in the market during the times when things are not looking sexy. So right now, like nothing's looking great. Like prices are going down. Macroeconomic is crap, but people are building. So the next news item that I had was Nasdaq actually uh, published a news item today that they're getting into crypto custody services. So they're working with um, a service provider that has worked with Gemini before, and they're trying to get into the crypto custody service. So crypto custody is basically uh holding on to your crypto for you so it's kind of what banks have done for us for years hold custodying our money for us uh so nasdaq getting into crypto custody is kind of huge i know i shared a news item last week uh let me scroll up see who all was involved so last week i told you that uh charles schwab citadel and fidelity were working together to uh launch their own digital asset exchange uh, so on top of that, now NASDAQ is trying to get in the game um, to provide crypto custody services to institutional clients. So basically, all the rails are being built uh, and it's all happening during the bear market, if you notice. So um, this is when it's easy to notice all the important stuff that thing. So make sure to keep an eye on all this stuff and I'll keep an eye on this as well uh to make sure that we um we don't miss out on the big pieces of information of who's building and who's not so uh the next update i had was softbank and deutsche telecom who's the parent company of t-mobile if uh that's something that i didn't know 
so uh, SoftBank is basically one of the largest asset managers based out of Japan. They're highly invested in the crypto market right now. I think their total assets under management is somewhere close to like $450 billion. Uh, so they're huge into crypto. So SoftBank and Deutsche Telekom are backing a $300 million Web3 infrastructure fund. So basically what this fund is for is to invest in startup companies that are working on uh, providing blockchain infrastructure, anything with Web3. So anything from custody to uh, cloud computing to provide like services to host nodes or validators, um, security services, auditing services, anything infrastructure related in Web3. Uh, there's, I think, 25 different companies that they're investing in as part of this $300 million uh, round of funding. Uh, so if you see what they're really trying to do is ensure that the infrastructure is successful and scalable. So they're already planning for the next five to 10 years, and they're already planning uh, to onboard the next billion people onto blockchain. We all know that the current state of blockchain cannot handle uh, the kind of traffic that Web2 gets right now. Because if you imagine a DeFi platform on Ethereum, automatically gets 1 billion users overnight, it's going to crash because Ethereum is slow. On top of that, there's not enough nodes right now to even handle that kind of pressure. And gas fees are going to be incredibly high. So there's going to be no cost benefit of people to even get into DeFi right now at that larger scale. So with all these giant banks and corporations getting in there they with their funds, they're already trying to put the rails in to scale it to the level where mass adoption can start to happen. I've shared it in the past that it's a double-edged sword. Like you, you want the big money, but also problem with big money is they start to own parts of things. And I know crypto and uh, blockchain is all about uh, decentralization. So that'll be an interesting thing to observe in the next 10 years. Uh, but I'll be here for it. I believed in this industry since day one and it excites me to see all these incredible um, updates on a weekly basis. Um, the last one, and this news piece is not really that big, but it is still pretty cool to see. Uh, the state of uh, Colorado has started to accept Bitcoin now as a payment option for your taxes. And they're doing it through a partnership with PayPal. Uh, so with states and I know like all over the world, like Bitcoin's getting adopted all the time, but Colorado is like a really, uh, really good place to get that nod from because yeah, every time a state adopts Bitcoin or any other crypto for any form of transaction for anything. So being able to pay your taxes with crypto, kind of cool. Uh, I personally would not pay for services with Bitcoin because like the whole value proposition of Bitcoin is to uh, it's like a store of value. So it's supposed to go up over time. But again, it's great for adoption. If people are strapped for cash and they got some Bitcoin sitting around, hey, might as well, instead of paying capital gain taxes, just I don't even know how that's going to work. But uh, you could, yeah, you could use your Bitcoin to pay for your taxes. So um, that's all the updates I had for everybody for this week. 
Um, planning on something really cool for this weekend. Um, just a little alpha for people that are here already. Uh, I've got DW Drummer here. Uh, really cool, awesome individual. Uh, we had a chat, and there's something in the works. So I will have an announcement here uh, soon in the next couple of days for everybody in the Leon family. Uh, we're working on something cool. So keep your eyes out. Um, glad everybody could join us. And I hope to see you all this weekend and on Wednesday for the weekly update. Thanks for tuning in, everybody.